What you're about to listen to is a Pod Bros exclusive. Age of the Geek, baby. We run the world. I see you shiver with anticipation. Man, what's gotten into you? doing great and how's everybody doing it is another wonderful episode of dave's nerd dependent and we are in the halloween holiday spirit and although christmas commercials are being played on the television as fluently as political ads i can guarantee you there will be no christmas commercials or political ads on this show probably ever and I do mean ever. Um, last week I did my memorial to Kim and talked about Frankenstein. I thought I'd talk about another one of the Universal Monsters. But before that, kind of give a uh, brief history. Because although people think that this Universal Monsters history comes from one book in particular, it actually spawned from a book that was released 80, not 88, 78 years uh, previous to it. The concept of vampire literature started from a, a publication of Pelidori's Vampira from 1819 which was inspired by the life and legend of Lord Byron. Later influenced the works included the penny-dreadful Varney the Vampire, uh, Sheridan Le Fenu's uh, Tale of a Lesbian Vampire, Carmilla. That was in 1872. And then leading into the masterpiece of the vampire literature genre, with Bram Stoker's Dracula from 19 or sorry 1897 and that's what this week's episode is about that story that novel that entrance into literary history that gave us Dracula to be a marvel or a universal horror creation. As I said, Dracula was published in 1897. It's a gothic horror novel written by Irish author Bram Stoker. It introduced the character Count Dracula and established many conventions of subsequent vampire fantasy the novel tells a tale of Dracula's attempt to move from Transylvania to England so he may find new blood and spread the undead curse. 
and of the battle between Dracula and a small group of men and a woman led by Professor Abraham van Helsing. Dracula has been assigned to many literary genres, including vampire literature, horror fiction, the gothic novel, and invasion literature. The novel has spawned numerous theatrical, film, and television interpretations. The plot of the story is told uh, episodically format as a series of letters, diary entries, news articles, and ship blog entries whose narrator are the novel's protagonists and occasionally supplemental or supplemented with newspaper clippings relating the events not directly witnessed. The events portrayed in the novel takes place chronologically and largely in England and Transylvania in the 1890s and all transpire within the same year between May 3rd and November 6th. A short notice located at the end of the final chapter written seven years later after the events outlined in the novel itself. The tale begins with Jonathan Harker, a newly qualified English uh, solicitor, traveling or visiting Count Dracula at his castle in the Carpathian Mountains on the border of Transylvania, uh, Bukovania, and Moldavania, or Mold Moldivia, there we go, uh, to produce legal papers for an estate or real estate transaction overseen by Harker's employee. Uh, Mr. Peter Hawkins of uh, Executor. At first uh, enticed by Dracula's gracious manners, Harker soon realizes he is Dracula's prisoner. Wandering the Count's castle against Dracula's uh, admission, uh, Harker encounters three female vampires called the Sisters, for whom he is rescued by Dracula. Harker soon realizes that Dracula himself is also a vampire. After the preparations are made, Dracula leaves Transylvania and abandons Harker to the Sisters. Harker barely escapes a castle with his life. Dracula boards a Russian ship. The Demeter, taking along with him boxes of Transylvanian soil, which he requires in order to regain his strength. Not long after the ship having weighed anchor in uh, Thanara, running along the shores of the Wolfby in the east coast of England, the captain's log narrates the gradual disappearance of the entire crew until the captain alone remained, himself bound to the helm to maintain course, an animal uh, reminiscent of a large 
dog is seen leaping ashore. The ship's cargo is described as silver sand and 50 boxes of mold. M-O-U-L-D. Or Earth from Transylvania. It is later learned that Dracula successfully purchased multiple estates under the name of Count Deville as an alias throughout London and devised to distribute the 50 boxes to each one of them, utilizing transportation services as well as moving them himself. He does this to secure for himself layers, and the 50 boxes of earth would be used as his grave, which he would grant safely and rest during times of feeding and replenishing his strength. Harker's fiance, Minna Murray, is staying with a friend, Lucy uh, Wasendra, who is holidaying in Whitby. Lucy receives three marriage proposals from Dr. John Stewart, Quincy Morris, and Arthur Holdwood, the son of Lord uh, Goodleving, who later obtains the title himself. Lucy accepts Holdwood's uh, proposal while turning down Stuart and Morris's, but all remaining friends. Dracula communicates with Stuart's uh, patient, uh, Reinfeld, an insane man who wishes to consume insects, spiders, birds, and rats to absorb their life force. Renfield is able to detect Dracula's presence and supply clues accordingly. Soon Dracula is indirectly shown to be stalking Lucy. As time passes, she begins to suffer from episodes of sleepwalking and dementia, as witnessed by Minna. When Lucy begins to waste away suspiciously, Stuart invites his old teacher, Abraham von Helsing, who immediately determines the true case of Lucy's condition. He refuses to disclose it, but diagnoses her with acute blood loss. Van Helsing prescribes numerous blood transfusions to which he, Stuart, Quincy, and Arthur all contribute over time. Van Helsing also prescribes garlic flowers to be placed throughout her room and weaves a necklace of withering garlic blossoms for her to wear. However, she apparently to lose blood every night. While both doctors are absent, Lucy and her mother are attacked by wolves, and Mrs. Westerna, who has a heart condition, dies of fright. Van Helsing attempts to protect her with garlic, but fate thwarts him each night. Whether Lucy's mother removes the garlic from her room, or Lucy herself does so in her restless sleep, the doctor have found two small puncture marks above her neck.
which Dr. Stewart is at a loss to understand. After Lucy dies, Van Helsing places a golden crucifix in her mouth, obstinately to uh, delay or preserve Lucy's vampiric conversion. Fate conspires again against him when Van Helsing finds a crucifix in the possession of one of the servants who stole it off Lucy's corpse. Following Lucy's death and burial, the newspapers report children being stalked in the night by a blue lady, or beautiful lady. Van Helsing, knowing Lucy has become a vampire, confides in Stuart. Lord Godam and Morris, the suitors in Van Helsing, track her down and after a confrontation with her, stake her heart, behead her, and fill her mouth with garlic. Around the time Jonathan Harkin arrives from Budapest, where Minna marries him after his escape, and he and Minna join the campaign against Dracula. The vampire hunters stay at Dr. Stewart's residence, holding nightly meetings and providing reports based on each other's Various tasks. Minute discovers that each of their journals and letters collectively contain clues to which they can track them down. She tasks herself with collecting them, researching newspaper clippings, fitting the most relevant entries into chronological order, and typing out copies to distribute to each of the party, which they are to study. Jonathan Harker tracks down the shipment of the boxed graves and the estates which Dracula had purchased in order to store them. Van Helsing conducts research along with Dr. Stewart to analyze the behavior of their patient, Reinfeld, who they learn is directly influenced by Dracula. They also research historical events, folklore, and superstitions from various cultures to understand Dracula's powers and weaknesses. Van Helsing also establishes a criminal profile of Dracula in order to better understand his actions and predict his movements. Arthur's fortune assists in funding the entire operation and expenses. As they discover the various properties uh, Dracula has purchased, the male protagonist team up to raid each property and they're several times confronted by Dracula as they discover each box graves scattered throughout London they pry them open and place a seal wafer of sacramental bread within the act renders a box of earth completely useless to Dracula as is unable to open and enter for or further transport them. After Dracula learns of the group's plot against him, he attacks Minna on three occasions and feeds Minna his blood to control her. This curses Minna with vampirism and changes her, but does not completely turn her into a vampire. Van Helsing attempts to bless Minna through prayer, and by placing a wafer of sacrament 
against her forehead, but it burns her upon contact, leaving a wretched scar. Under this curse, Minna's uh, scales from consciousness to a semi-trance during which she uh, preserves Dracula's surroundings and actions. Van Helsing is able to use hypnotism twice a day at dawn and at sunset to put her back into the trance to further track Dracula's movements. Minna, afraid of Dracula's link with her, urges the team not to tell her their plans out of fear that Dracula will be listening. After the protagonists discover and sterilize 49 boxes found throughout the, his lairs in London, they learn that Dracula has fled with the missing 50th box to his castle in Transylvania. They pursue him under the guided Semina. They split up into teams. Once they reach Europe, uh, Van Helsing and Minna team up to locate the castle of Dracula, while the others attempt to ambush a boat Dracula is using to reach his home. Van Helsing raids the castle and destroys the vampire sisters. Upon discovering Dracula being transported by gypsies, the three teams converge and attack the caravan carrying Dracula in the 50th box of Earth. After dispatching many gypsies who are sworn to protect the Count, Harker shears Dracula through the throat with a kakuri knife. While the mortally wounded, Quincy stabs the Count in the heart with his bowie knife. Dracula crumbles to dust, and Minna is freed from it. Her curse of vampirism, with the scar on her forehead, disappears. Soon after, Quincy dies from his wounds. The book closes with a note left by uh, Jonathan Harker seven years after the events of the novel, detailing his married life with Minna and the birth of their son, whom they name after all four members of the party, but addresses as Quincy. Quincy is depicted sitting on the knee of Van Helsing as they recount their adventures. Stuart and Arthur have each gotten married. Now, there is a deleted ending. A small section from the, or was removed from the draft of the final chapter in which Dracula's castle falls apart as he dies, hiding the fact that vampires were ever there. Uh, this is a excerpt from the original uh, mating script. As we lock, look there, a trembling convulsion of the earth, so that it seems to rock to and fro and fell to our knees. At the same moment with a roar, which seemed to shake, the very heavens, the whole castle, and the rock, and even the hill on which it stood, seemed to rise into the air and scatter in fragments, while the mighty cloud of black and yellow smoke, volume on volume and rolling grandeur, was shot upward with inconceivable rapidity.
Then there was a stillness in nature as the echoes of that thunderous report seemed to come as with the howl boom of a thunderclap. The long vibrating roll which seems as though the floors of heaven shook. Then, down in a mighty ruin, fallen whence they rose, came the fragment that they had been tossed skyward in a cataclysm. From where we stood, it seemed as though the one fierce volcano burst that satisfied the needs of nature and the castle and the structure of the hill had been sunk again into the void. Where we were so appalled with the suddenness and the grandeur that we forgot to think for ourselves. That's a direct segment that was from the original excerpt. Now, a little bit of the history related to it. There actually was a uh, Dracul in actual history. Although Dracula is a work of fiction, it does contain certain historical references. Though it is a matter of conjecture and debate as to how much historical connection was deliberately on Stoker's part, attention was drawn to the fact to a supposed connection between the historical Transylvania board Vlad Dracul III, better known as Vlad Tepest, of uh, Wolchia and Bram Stoker's fictional Dracula. Following the publication of In Search of Dracula by Radu uh, Florska and Raymond McNally, from 1972. During his reign from 1456 to 1462, Vlad the Impaler is said to have killed more than 40,000 to 100,000 European citizens, political rivals, criminals, and anyone that conjured or he considered useless to humanity mainly by impaling them. The sources depict these events according or recorded by Saxon settlers in neighboring Transylvania who had frequently uh, clashed with Vlad Tepest. Vlad Tepest is revered as a folk hero by Romanians for driving off the invading Ottoman Turks, of whom he impaled victims, or his impaled victims, I should say, are said to have been included as many of the hundred thousand that were killed. There is no solid evidence that the Count in the novels is modeled after Vlad the Impaler. At most, Stoker borrowed the name Dracul and scrapped or scraps of uh, miscellaneous information about uh, Romanian history, according to one expert, Elizabeth Miller, as well, and 
there are no comments about him in the author's work. Historically, the name Dracula is derived from the uh, Severalic Order called the Order of the Dragon, founded by uh, Sigmund uh, de Luxembourg, uh, then King of Hungary, uh, to uphold Christianity and defend the empire against the Ottoman Turks. Vlad Dracul II, father of Vlad Dracul III, or Vlad Tempest, or Tepes, was admitted to the order around 1431, after which Vlad II wore the uh, emblem of the order, and later, as ruler of Wallachia, his coinage bore the dragon symbol uh, from which the name Dracula was derived since Dracul is Romanian, or in Romanian means dragon. Now, there have been a couple sequels, and probably a so-and-so prequel to be uh, created. Dracula's Guest is a short story uh, released postmatuously uh, in actually 1914, two years after Bram Stoker's death, and was, according to most contemporary critics, the deleted first or second chapter of the original manuscript, and the one which gave the volume its name, but which the original publisher deemed unnecessary to the story. It was released being authored by Bram Stoker. Now, Dracula the Undead from 2009 is an official sequel written by Bram Stoker's great-grandnephew Darcy Stoker and Ian Holt. And Dracul written by Darcy Stoker and J.D. Barker, will uh, be released sometime in the near future. And it's an interpretation of the missing 101 pages of the original novel. It was pieced together from Bram Stoker's editorial notes, artifacts, and journals. So if you're a big Bram Stoker's Dracula fan, you might want to take a look at Dracula's guest, Dracula the Undead, and also keep an eye out for Dracul. Now, there have been a bunch of Dracula movies and uh, mockumentary movies or uh, satire Dracula movies. Uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It is one of them. Uh, Blackula is one. There's a bunch of different uh, Dracula-type movies. Um, Nosferatu from 1922 is probably one of the better original first-released one. Um, you had uh, the iconic 
Uh, Dracula with Lon Chaney. Uh, you had Dracula from 1958 with Christopher Lee. But the Dracula I remember growing up, unfortunately, well, not really unfortunately, um, it was unfortunate the movie only came out in 1992, and I was 11 years old. But Gary Oldman starred as Dracula. And it had a young Keanu Reeves in it playing uh, Harker. If you haven't seen that movie, you should really check it out. It's a, it's a mammoth to watch because the special effects did not hold up. The movie does not hold up here. God, 26 years later. But it's still a good movie. No matter what, it's still a classic, or will be deemed a classic. But it just gives you a little idea of what was out there and what is out there. Now, as you all know, uh, we have Podbros. We have a little Amazon link on our page. If you go to the Podbros site, scroll down to the bottom. Click the Amazon link. Go ahead and do your shopping. You don't get charged anything extra. We get a little kickback. It helps us keep the studio lights on. Helps us um, make sure all our equipment is working and ready to go for you guys. And we do that as a courtesy for you guys because we know you listen to us. So we appreciate you giving us a little bit of your hard-earned money. When you click that Patreon link or you go to our Tee Public page, I should really add in a bit of John's little jingle here for the Tee Public page. But if you listen to any one of the John Bruski shows, he talks about the Tee Public page. Uh, you can also go to patreon.com, search Pod Bros Network. There's a $1 Nerd Compendium tier, there's a $1 Beer Buddy tier, or you can do the $3. Um, Pod Bros After Dark tier, or do all of them for $5, or heck, do one of each tier and you might be out maybe 20 bucks. Um, it's real good to give us a little something because that means we keep coming back every week and help you guys get some entertainment and some, well, for the nerd compendium, some nerd knowledge, if you will. But that's what I gotta say about that um holidays are coming up you got Halloween just next week um so I will be doing a special Halloween episode uh talking about uh probably the best horror franchises of all time and there's a few different horror franchises especially Halloween that has a new movie out um Predator has a new movie out, or Aliens has a new movie coming out, or something like that. There's a lot of different horror-type franchises, so we'll talk about the best horror franchises, and we'll see what's going on from there. But I think that's it for this episode. 
I'm going to rest my voice and do some homework. All right, time for some housekeeping. As always, you can find me on Podbros Network, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. But you can also find me on Twitter at DaveTheNerd underscore TNC. On Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave's Nerd Compendium. All one word, no apostrophes. You can also go to DaveNC.com and find everything there. Find everything on podbros.com in the Dave the Nerd section. I have a YouTube channel. Just search Dave the Nerd. And I'll do like unboxings and I might do like a movie review or something on there just to give a little bit of content. And don't forget while you're on iTunes at Stitcher to rate the show five stars, thumbs up, whatever they take. And if you write a review, I can read it and then focus the show to be more about what you want to hear. So with all that being said, thank you ever so kindly. And as always, and if you need a man, find a nerd. Overload. Pleasure overload. Excuse me, what do you want to do tonight? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world.